Contact Apollo today for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Apollo was rated number one again last year and has been delivering the best customer service in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Visit callapollo.com and schedule your appointment today. Crisco Desert Ryan After Hours. Every day they bring the laughs. Crisco Desert Ryan After Hours. It's time for the podcast. We've had to have a crucial conversation with Des for her harassment in the workplace, the way she <laughs> picks on poor Pidge. It, it does. It hurts his feelings. And he talked to me privately about uh-huh. the harassing mm-hmm. from Des. That's funny. I, I didn't think of it because it's my way of just saying something nice and sweet. And I can't just call you like, honey bunny. That yeah, seems can. weird. That's, that is weird. Right? You don't call a coworker honey <laughs> but I bunny. I want to. It's like naturally no. I want to call him little cutie. No. Sweetie pie. No, see, there it is again. You harassed him because you're a sizist. <laughs> Why is everything little? Because oh, everything I love little. My little honey bunny, my little cutie, you're such a little guy. That's because I call my kids. It's, it's because of my kids. So mm-hmm. and, and you always like say mama Des. So why? I say that's harassing. That's terribly rude. You're a mom and you're dead. But I'm not his mom. We're talking about your sizest use of language. My little guy over oh, there. See, he is a man. He is a man. He is a me, full-grown adult male. So I have to be like, hello, man. <laughs> no, you can hello. just say. What up, bro? Hello, Devin. Bruh. Hello, Pidge. Hello, Pidge. You, instead, yeah. you go, little Pidgey Poo. <laughs> I say, good morning, Why do you have to call little Pidgey Poo? I don't because it's harassing. Like it. Well, you know what? I will stop. And you know what? He's going to do cry because he's going to think no. this. Mama Des doesn't love me anymore. I'm going to stop crying. He doesn't call me sweet in terms of endearment. I try not to bring everybody down, but every time you call me little something or say I'm little, I break a little bit inside. You do. And I hold back tears until Ryan came <laughs> in and asked me, how you doing? And I just finally broke down. He did. And I said, there's nothing little about you. You're a full grown adult male. <laughs> You're a you're a man. You're yeah. a man's man. You're a guy's guy. You yeah. said that with his great face. Yes, because he is. Hey. Des, he is. Look at him. Why is this so funny? Derek? I know. Oh. But you're such a little pocket person. God darn no, it. No, he's did not it again. a pocket person. He's just a little sweetie. Just See, like a, a little sweetie. Like a he's little... a. He doesn't want to be called that. This is why no oh, woman finds him attractive pie. because yeah. you keep referring to him as like a little yeah. plaything, oh, yeah, like me. a little poodle. Oh, a lot of women find him no. real sexy. Men. Yeah, a no, lot of, tons of men. Closeted gay men who but, are into twinks yeah. are fascinated by Pidge. Yes. But a lot of hot tamales are too. If they're men. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. All right. Fine. You know what? Hey, man. This is cool. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you could join us on this dude cast. Dude cast. Yeah. That's ah, right. That's right. Just me and my homies. So he's going to just start calling you uh, Big Old Dez. You can. I call myself Big Mama D. You think I'm offended? No. Go well, ahead. My son says, here comes Big Mama. Okay, I am not offended. If the things that my children have said about me, I will. I, when Dusty was little, and I mean, do you want me to get in your crib with you, honey? Are you okay? Oh, you won't fit in here, Mama. <laughs> you know what? Then lay in there by yourself and cry. That was rude. But guess what? I take it. But go, what if you fit, like, like technically? I don't know that you would have. Yeah. I would have. I may have broken it, <laughs> but I would have been able to get in and lay there. Oh, my for God. For a minute, and then the springs would have... You broke her crib. I could have. Was that not like <sighs> a an eye-opening moment for you? Know you know what? In my defense, we had a tiny, tiny little place at the time, and it was a mini crib. <laughs> River's crib. We, he got a full-size one, and guess what? I did get in there, and I did lay, and 
I only loosened the bolts a little. It had a 250-pound weight restriction, and you <laughs> flew past that. Of course, obviously, well, when you're 400, that's, it's hard to hit the 250. Oh. You, know, you break a lot of stuff. I, yes. Oh, God, I just broke this chair. <laughs> oh, God. All right, oh. so... How are you know what you need to do? Let's ask big man. That's weird. (laughs) Again, sizes. No big, no little. I don't. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Hard pal. Hey, buddy pal. You know what? Hello, Devin. There. Hello, sir. And a sir. She's the worst. I'm sorry. What is uh, what does your mom need to do, River? What does she need more of? Extra size. Extra size? Is that because she's an extra size? Extra size. What does extra size mean? Extra size. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, you know that at swimming lessons. Then you're extra sizing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He sees me extra size on the Peloton. Yeah, and he's like, look at you, mom. That's a rock star. That's right. He is the best type dude ever. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, look at you shaking it. Woody, 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 <laughs> walking everywhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, we do little dances. Mm-hmm. We sing weird songs. I love big bucks and I cannot lie. I, because it, the big booty bucks get in the car. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I thought he was really like freestyling oh, on that yeah. one. Yeah. He couldn't remember the words, and then he's like, What? Who's in the car? Oh, my big booty mama. Okay, here we go. <laughs> That's right. And he's like, I'm out of here. I'm so fast. Eat my dust. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rivel. Oh, Rivel. Rivel. Oh, boy. Um, That's my real little buddy right there. <laughs> oh, see, here we go. So I'm not even a, your buddy. No, not anymore since I can't be cool Mean to me? Sweet. It's sweet. Okay. Like, Let what? me know when you're done. Okay. I just don't know what to call him. Just Pidge. That works generally. But Pidge, you'd think that's not nice. We're calling him a pigeon. <laughs> Like, but he I'm is. He's like the homeless lady in Home Alone. How is that not nice? Saying little guy is so sweet. Little pidgey. See, oh, little God. guy again. <laughs> you did it again. You don't realize how many times you you shame him for his size. You don't think our pidge is a little insecure about his? You said little you know, insecure. <laughs> oh, no. A little insecure. Yeah. All right. right. I apologize wholeheartedly. Apology not accepted. <gasps> I'm not going to change them. Fine. We're we'll just go to HR. It's fine. We'll yes. deal with her. She's oh. a monster. Trust me. There's a file on her. <laughs> oh Chris God. goes open many files on her. <laughs> yeah, that's in the joke file, though. Oh, man. I had um, a great conversation with my grandma. She decided to call me yesterday, six days before my birthday, um, because why not? She said, you know, I thought I should probably call you better early than late. And I went, I think you're bored and you're looking for someone to talk to. And she's like, well, maybe, maybe not. I just want to be the first. And then she said, you know what? Um, I like to call the people that I love. And I don't even care how much money it costs me. I don't care. I wanted to call you and wish you a happy birthday. Money is no object. And I said, Grandma, you call cell phones for free. It's not the 1980s. You're not calling long distance. Oh, my gosh. Remember that? Yeah. And she's like, well, I either, anyway, 42. How about that? 42. Getting up there. I'm like, from the nine, almost 90 year old woman calling me old. 
Mm-hmm. Like, th- this is harassment. It's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're no spring chicken, is what she said. <laughs> and uh, she had to tell me that she was upset because um, they were giving her a bunch of shots in her arm mm. and her arm hurt. And she specifically said she didn't want any of the shots. And I said, well, what are they for? And she goes, I don't know, some disease. <laughs> well, what disease? Are, are, is there something going on in your health that I need to know about? Are you okay? Why are you getting these these shots? What happened? Is there an outbreak at the nursing home you're in? Oh. No, I don't know. It's some sickness, some disease. I went, is it a flu shot? That's, yes, it's a flu shot. That's the disease. Like, this is a good thing to have. If it mm-hmm. if you have an outbreak in your nursing home, you're yeah. not going to survive. Hey, heads up there, babe. Your lungs aren't as strong as they used to be. You've been wheezing on the phone. I know, I know. I'm like, well, then what are you fighting it for? Because yeah. she just doesn't want, I feel like you hit a certain age and you're going to fight everything. Yeah. You know? Well, she has been fighting everything. And then she said, and you know what you, for your birthday, you know what I want you to do? I want you to go to my house and pick out something you want. What? <laughs> Anything you want. I'm going to let your uncle know. He has the key. I want him to let you in. Go around. Pick whatever you want. Oh, that's I cool. am not going to drive six hours to go and pick out stuff from your house while you're alive. That is creepy. It is. I don't like that. But oh, I, I have really nice things. I have some teddy bears you might like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm good. Like, you know, I just... There's a lot of good stuff. I go, Grandma, <laughs> everything in your house you bought at a rummage sale. Yeah. I don't, I, it's a, her basement is a monument to garage sales everywhere. <laughs> oh. The last 20 years of garage sailing and all of her treasures. You might find a real treasure in there I then. don't want anything. I said, all I've ever wanted from you is great memories and um, the photos yeah. that I have with yeah. you. And that's all I've ever wanted from you. Aww. I don't want anything. Does she have photos at her house of you guys? Um, she actually has been asking uh, for a photo of us when I went and surprised her on her birthday. Aww. She's like, I need that framed. Aww. And I keep asking and they don't frame it. And I want it, I want want to put it up in my little room here yeah, yeah she needs that so i have to get that to her but that's perfect that's yeah. great yeah. like it's weird to have someone say pick whatever you want <laughs> out of my house <laughs> right i, I don't like whatever that. you want yeah Mm-mm. i'm like is jewelry included no probably <laughs> yeah. not is no? there a safe of sorts yeah <laughs> do you have a stack of cash anywhere because that i would take off your hands <laughs> check the mattress <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's inter- interesting when you get to that age in your life and all of a sudden those things start happening, conversations happen and she said, "I just don't know why the Lord hasn't taken me yet, you know? I uh, guess he's not ready for me." <laughs> and I'm like, oh. "Yeah, well, the good ready? die young and you are not young." So I think that says something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your grandma, yeah. I love your guys's conversations. Yeah. yeah. That is fun. And so um I said, "Maybe maybe uh you could get your number called if you'd uh, be a little nicer, but apparently not. Calling no. your grandson old days before his birthday is not nice she's gonna live till she's 105 probably Uh uh-huh probably she will do you know what's funny is i remember we thought we were gonna lose my grandma a while ago yes who is 90 hey it's crisco and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to a hundred times your money in prize picks as you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason. I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome, and it's so easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with picks for basketball, hockey, and so much more. And with prize picks, they make it so easy with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an 
enormous selection of players and stat types that make Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. So all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code CDW for your first deposit match up to $100. With Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's just that easy. Again, download the app today and use code CDW for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Wasn't she being drugged or something? Yeah, there was the weirdest stuff. So she, she had bad health and she had to go into this nursing home. And she did, like your grandma... Did not want to go. It was not a great place to be. It was uh, just a lot of stuff going on. And she was not herself. She was just lethargic. Well, come to find out now that she's in an amazing nursing home, she was being drugged. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to take care of her or the other people were there. We knew it was something bad, but there's nowhere else for her to go. Now she is in this place that is like a resort. She does not want to leave. They said, what do you want to do for like Thanksgiving? She's like, oh, you guys come here. She's on vacation every day. They Does she a, live in Margaritaville? You would think. <laughs> what is this place? You, I've never heard everybody, even all my aunts, my mom and dad are like, you would just not believe it. It's so fun. They have activities every night, like fun things. They have a legit bar set up that makes non-alcoholic drinks mm-hmm. for their happy hour. Aww. And they'll come down and they have little umbrellas and they all get together. My grandma just went from this, like, not barely being able to talk mm-hmm. to this woman who... Every day puts her lipstick on. Oh, she has a boyfriend. She Oh, she's got Man. lots of boyfriends, I think. Oh, and she has a healthy libido. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah, she oh, <laughs> she has an itch that <laughs> needs scratching. The problem is, is getting the guy to last long enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or, oof. You okay, know. I stopped yeah. listening. She is I bet 90. she's uh, been trading cigarettes for little blue pills. <laughs> That's a real thing in nursing homes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is the currency of, of uh, nursing homes. There is yeah. a man that just got arrested for underground selling Viagra or, you know, ED pills. He was well, where the villages in Florida. Correct. The retirement community. So, mm. yep. Is does it say something? The other day we talked about the villages and they have the little loofahs yeah. that show because apparently it's a swinger area or some of them are swingers. Mm-hmm. Last night, I kept dreaming. That I and I need a loofah. That reminded me the other day that I need a new loofah. And then all night yeah. I dreamed about my quest for finding a loofah. And every time I found a new loofah, I would lose it. Oof. Is it because I'm meant to be a swinger at the village? Yes, that's what it means. Yep. You yeah. are meant to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All Get right. the black loofah because that's your color. <laughs> no, yes. I'm thinking pink, whatever that means. Oh, I don't know. You're that into means. watching. Oh, that, oh no! I don't know. No, I'm gonna have to really. No, never mind. Loofah free lifestyle. I don't even need it. I'll use some sort of other scrub device. Oh, that's funny. Well, I will say this: um, if suddenly my grandma starts talking about how she's seeing grandpa uh, walking around, or her brothers and sisters, or her parents, apparently that is an indicator that it's time. Yeah. And so, if if you have a loved one that talks about this, about seeing. People and you're thinking, oh my God, somebody's dreaming. <laughs> no, a hospice nurse is saying this is a sign they see in almost everybody that comes through hospice weeks up to a month before they pass. They start seeing 
family members. Isn't that kind of nice, though? Yeah, like they're there for you. She said it happens all the time. Listen to this. This is on TikTok. Most people will start talking or seeing dead relatives, dead loved ones, dead friends, dead pets before they die. And it's not like right before they die. It's usually about a month before they die. They're usually very alert and oriented. They're not low on oxygen. They're not taking a bunch of medications to make them confused. They're very alert and oriented and clearly speaking and seeing someone who has already died. We have no idea why this happens. And we are not claiming that they really are seeing these people. But all I can tell you as a healthcare professional who's worked in this line of work for a very long time, it happens all the time. And usually it's a good indicator that the person's getting close to death, usually about a month or a few weeks before they die. They come for you. I really like that. I've heard that before. And that's how I knew one of my friends was going to be passing soon because that had started happening. Did it really? And yeah, there is a certain comfort in it. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I love it. I've actually thought I might enjoy volunteering um, in a hospice. I think it would be fascinating to be with people at their final moments and to provide that support for them. You'd be really good at that. Whether you make them laugh or you just hear them out. Sometimes people just need to be heard. Sometimes they have those deathbed confessions, yep. you know, get it off their chest or whatever. Provide peace as they as they pass on. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. You're the complete opposite of me because I would be terrible dealing with that stuff. Why? But Des is right. You know me with my fear of death and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and you sadness. Wouldn't. I would, yeah, I would be terrible at it, but. Des is right. You would be amazing at that. Yeah. And it'd be just, it would be fascinating to, to, you know, see what they're seeing, hearing, whatever, their confessions. But I just, I'm not good around. Well, what an honor to, to share someone's yeah. final moment with them. You know, I, that I they, believe that. They yeah. trust you and allow you to experience that. It's no different than being present when someone's born. You know, what yeah, a what sure. a moment to be there at the moment they enter the world and then at the moment they leave the world. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is, it is. And and to be somebody. <laughs> they have to console Des. They're like, I am literally dying <laughs> oh, and I'm damning your tears. This is not how this works. I know. I would be the worst. I get it. <laughs> but if you're somebody who's volunteering, like that's who they probably want to tell those deathbed confessions yeah. to. A complete stranger. Not their family because yeah. they'll tell everybody else, but they want to get it off. This yeah. is perfect. And wouldn't it be interesting to perhaps um, archive the things that they say mm -hmm. and find a common theme or trend right. on what people regret in their final moments and see if there's something that is consistent with everybody. And I'll bet mm -hmm. it's probably the things that they didn't do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Didn't spend more time with... With, whoever yeah yeah or they didn't forgive this person yeah. and have more time with them they held bitterness or whatever it'd be interesting to hear what right. it is the consistent thing that everybody says yeah that would be the interesting part i yeah. just i'm not i don't have a healthy relationship with that you know into life stuff but well i think that's where we put you then i mean honestly <laughs> why not we're yeah. we're we're confronting my fears and i honestly it, it would be good for me to you know come to grips with that stuff have and, you ever been around someone who's died um once it was my friend's sister and uh i went down there and it was not good yeah no holding someone's hand as they passed my other grandma uh i was there when she died and it was so traumatizing i was well, like you were young right? oh my god the mm -hmm. the gasping and the death rattle and all that i mean it's intense yeah I, like you have to be prepared for that like i just saw grandma like breathe her last breath yeah and, and um, yeah, it's it's a thing. So, you know, props to these hospice nurses who do it. This lady, so happy, so smiley. She's yeah. there for people to die every day. That wow. is amazing that we have people like that. Right. <laughs> Thank you. And and Des still cannot um, understand um, why grown adults will allow themselves to be seen in public riding on a boat wearing a life jacket. <laughs>
It's not when it's just one, because I understand it. If you can't swim, that is a safety concern. But a boat full of grown men <laughs> wearing life jackets give her the icks like nothing else. Oh. And I, she is so bothered by this. This bothers her more than death and dying. Oh. Grown men in a boat, a small boat packed in together, zipping down the river with a yeah. small little motor. In life jackets. And we're talking the emergency life jackets yes. that go up over your head and then they're super tight and they stick out. Right, orange. Yep. They're not yep. like the vest, cool looking life jackets. Right, because I get that. Sometimes you're just not a, a confident swimmer mm-hmm. and you need a life vest. And that is a thing you can buy and you can yes. have. But when you're, especially, I think it bothered, this was on our last, mm-hmm. our last like run in, yep. in the boat and uh, in, in, it had gotten chillier. I mean, it's truly fault. No one's going swimming. Right. And it wasn't like on a f- tiny little fishing boat. It was on a, a boat that you should feel fairly safe. Mm-hmm. And it was like a group of dudes, like <laughs> manly men. And yeah. don't judge me for judging. <laughs> it's just something I couldn't get out of my head. And they all were like squished up by each other and like they're holding beers like they're cool in the boat in those jackets. <laughs> like I did not understand it. What about it gives you the, the X. X? Everything. Like, but what? Is it? Is it the color of it? Is it because? It's just, I don't <laughs> get it. Yeah. I don't, I, I again. Maybe what are the chances every single one of those guys coming from all different walks of life? They were not related, uh-huh. at least not all of them. What what are the chances every single one of them cannot swim? Then what the hell are you doing on that boat? Well, they have a right to as long as they have they, a life preserver on. But wouldn't you say you know, at least so not even the guy who drives the boat knows how to swim? Well, perhaps they are concerned about the temperature of the water. Then mm-hmm. you're still going to float in that cold water. Well, yes, but if you don't have it on, hypothermia could take them under and kill them. Mm-hmm. Yes, so hold. So safety, it makes you uncomfortable. So what about men in motorcycles without a helmet? Is oh, that ick? That is ick without a helmet? Of course you should wear a helmet. No, with a helmet. No, with a helmet. Well, no. that's the equivalent. No, it's not. A helmet nope. is the if same I as a life If I showed you a picture of a hot guy on a motorcycle with a, a, all his leathers on and his proper gear and his helmet, damn, I wear protective eyewear. I mean. Taylor in that. But it is just all of them in there like where i just couldn't that's right safety is <laughs> ick yeah. to des that's what i'm hearing you have to look good first now you can have your life jacket i just don't i did <laughs> not understand i don't just could you just there. like hold it <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> god the, the chance that you might save your own life oh ill that color just ick. And why were you all squished on the boat acting like you're having a party <laughs> in those orange life jackets right like oh wow we're having a great time but are you they were like stiff. They can't even move. Well, this is what they had to say about it. What did you have? So much fun. <laughs> the Bloomington Coach. <laughs> Chris, go Des and Ryan. Chris, go Des and Ryan. Chris, go Des and Ryan. The After Hours Podcast. It's time to get your furnace tuned up. Um, it is getting cold. I think we hit like 62 degrees in my house yesterday. I think it's probably time to turn it on. But if you want to tune up, it's only 59 bucks right now from Apollo. Go to callapollo.com and schedule that tune up. So when it is time to turn on that furnace, you're good to go. You know you're ready to rock. Or 
if you know it's time for the crew from Apollo to come over and rescue you with the new furnace, they start as low as 65 bucks a month. So it's so much more affordable than you'd ever think. They also take care of your plumbing needs. They do it all, and they've been doing it since 1980, taking care of people in Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. You can schedule your appointment now. They were voted number one again, so that means their calendars, they're filling up quick. Go to callapollo.com and schedule your furnace tune-up today. You've been listening to Chris Godez and Ryan. After Hours.